0: You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. He's going for Manon.
1: Darnold. Touchdown. Le'Veon Bell. Beautiful touch throw by Darnold. Donald trying to extend this drive, throws off his back foot off balance, and he somehow that's fights Crowder. 10 so up
0: Mosley, he'll take it in, It's a it. Jones has a taken away by Jamal Adams, and he is in for a catch, touchdown. Reverses all over the place, and the catch
1: is made by Anderson. Now your hosts, Tom Tuttle and John Eddy Jr., Yes, that's right. It is another episode of the Back Jet Show. I am Tom Tuttle alongside my trusty co-host of Fantasy Fuel, John Eddie Jr. How are you doing today, John?
0: I am doing awesome. I'm kind of back to work, but not always. <laughs> so I am not
1: learning how to go to bed at night. <laughs> that is true. I <laughs> I just had three-day weekend, and that's like I, I stay up too late. But anyway, anyway staying up too late thinking about the Jets, obviously. Obviously. So, I mean, that's all you can think about right now. It's football. But uh, I want to get to something that I didn't cover last episode. And obviously, you're with me this week. So yes. maybe you can add a little bit to what I'm saying here. But last episode, I went, went through the draft and what I thought the Jets should do. And then I compared to that to what the Jets might do, which I really didn't vary too much from what I thought they should do and to what they might do. So I do want to say something. I am perfectly okay with the jets going wide receiver, first round wide receiver, second round and wide receiver, third round (laughs) perfectly. Okay. With it. I'm also perfectly okay with offensive lineman, first round, offensive lineman, second round, offensive lineman, third round, perfectly. Okay. With it. Honestly, either way, I'd be actually really excited to see a general manager, do something so bold. Like, I've never seen anybody do that before, especially on the Jets. Well, Joe Douglas like, if, is
0: one to not go with the mold, so maybe you'll get your wish and he'll just be like, best player, fastest guy, give me him right now. I don't care what well, we Well, just
1: it, for me, it would, I'd rather see it the – I've said offensive line my my whole life, but we've upgraded the offensive line already. So I'd rather see it be wide receivers because honestly, if you're trying to build something with Sam Darnold, you got, you got to have all the, you have to have wide receivers to to help him with. Now I understand you need to protect him, but there's always going to be somebody you can get in free agency. That's actually pretty decent. Like we did this year. Now this year of free agency for wide receivers wasn't good. So maybe we go, completely crazy and get three wide receivers in the first three rounds. I don't know. It seems crazy, but I'm think about it for a second. This, this year, the, the draft for wide receivers is superb. It's one of the best I've seen in a while. So if you get three top guys that you really like, because when you go, you go three rounds deep, it's still not that bad. And once you get to that third round for wide right. receivers. So, you get three guys, you got Crowder, and you got them three guys. If just one of those three guys hits and it becomes a stud, you win. You win. You don't need all three of them to be studs. I mean, that would be huge. But you just need one of them to be a stud. And I think that would be – and and it's almost impossible for me to say that you wouldn't get one of them to be a stud if you did that. I mean, it, the chances are very, very high that you get somebody to be that great. And I think it's just, I think it would be something – the Jets should at least explore, and whether or not they do, I'm sure they won't actually go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, but I would be all for it. Um, as long as we don't pick defense with that first pick, I will be a, a happy camper. <laughs> yes. Now, I
0: am 99.9. I, no, you know what? I'm 100% sure they're not going to go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Right, yeah. yeah. Just so everybody is clear, they still have – a very good slot guy in Jamison Crowder who started coming on towards the end of the year and just overall his first season with the Jets again, first season, his only season he's had wasn't even a full season with Sam Darnold, his uh, Jets numbers on slot snaps 58 catches fourth overall in the league, five touchdowns fourth overall in the league and 648 yards ninth overall in the league and that is without a full season of Sam Darnold. So you have a premier slot guy who has shown it on different teams. They don't need that. They need an outside guy like Robbie Anderson was, but hopefully better because he wasn't a true number one. If you can draft a true number one in like CeeDee Lamb and he be the guy that you hope he is, that's where it'll be Perfect situation, and then Crowder can just keep doing his thing and flying under the radar.
1: Yeah, I and mean, I think Crowder is better than most people think. I've heard some people say that, you know, if we can upgrade the slot position from Crowder, we should do it. Well, you're not going to get an upgrade no. in the slot position in this draft. I mean, there's some great slot guys in this draft, but Crowder is NFL ready already. We don't need to go in the draft to get a slot receiver. I think that if we get somebody like C.D. Lamb, uh great uh, Jer- uh judy that's great yes. i here's here's something that i don't know if anyone's ever really said but i wouldn't be completely opposed to trading up from this with the second pick and maybe we we get rid of uh one of the, or both of the third picks third third round picks we trade up and get just hear me out this would be crazy mm, I'm listening. but i would lo- i would love this i would love to get judy and Lamb. Oh, man. I mean, think about that. If wow. we could get, If we could pull that off, that would be huge for the New York Jets. And if we can at least say we've tried everything we can to get Sam Donald the, the best receivers we can. If that I mean,
0: happened, I mean, I can't even imagine how many brains would explode in New York that <laughs> everybody was like, oh, my God, we are trying to do exactly. it right now. I mean, both of those guys should be – NFL ready, or maybe yep. even a month or so in, and it's them both with Sam Darnold right now from day one. Yeah. They could be feeding off of each other. And Jamison Crowder's just sitting back like, I'm gonna get a lot of catches.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be great <laughs> for Crowder. It would be superb because they would be covered all the time and Crowder would not be. Or or vice versa. One of them's yeah. gonna be open. You got three really good guys there. That's true. And and Perryman's still there for this year, so I mean, be, having him be the fourth, or maybe he's still the first. Who knows? But I, I I like that. But anyway, anyway, let's get on to the rest of the show. Okay, <laughs> where um we can talk about this is this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Jets' schedule. Now we don't have the actual schedule where week one, week two, week three, but we have the opponents that the Jets are going to face. And I'd like to talk about it because a lot of people are telling me it's a really difficult schedule. And if you look at it, as far as the percentage points of win-loss percentage, the Jets' difficult, difficulty in the schedule is second most difficult. The first most Yikes. difficult is actually the Patriots. But oh, well. the second most difficult <laughs> is the Jets. And then, obviously, the Dolphins. And then the Bills are right there, too. Yeah. So the whole division's going to be playing the same people. So I'm sorry. It, it doesn't mean a lot to me then. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the opponents. I'm thinking, you know, we could we could actually do better than what people think. But let's go through it. And mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start we're going to start with the the division. First, we'll start with the team that I think may win the division, as much as I hate to say it, the Buffalo Bills. Yep. I mean, they were pretty good last year and they are a lot better now with Diggs. so i everything gets better when you add a receiver like that to that team and that team is going to be good and i think the jets will probably i'm going to just count that they lose both games to the bills
0: they always had problems with the bills anyway when shady was on the bills I think I watched a couple of games with you, or there were a couple of Thursday night games that we were texting back and forth, and the Bills just seemed to have their number. And this was before Josh Allen and John Brown, and now Stephon Diggs, who Josh Allen is just gushing over. And when a quarterback already knows the strengths and weaknesses of an incoming wide receiver, that means that's a smart guy, and he's going to know how to utilize a wide receiver like that to – the fullest
1: and that's going to be a scary trio to go against in the buffalo bills absolutely and I, that's why i'm just going to count it as two losses because <laughs> i mean I, I just don't i don't see a feasible way to say that we can 100% win one of those games it's possible I'm not saying it can't cuz last year we even we got close week 1 we could have won that game we i, I can argue that we should have won that game because we just made some stupid mistakes all right i got
0: to try but, something here before you keep going on we're talking about both games being losses to the Buffalo Bills, and we don't want right. that to happen, do we?
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and then we can go on to the Miami Dolphins, uh, where I think we can legitimately say we can win both of those games. And whether or not we do, I'm not. I don't care. I think we can win both of those games if we do everything we need to do in the draft, which I think we can. And also, also we get something. Else in the free agency, maybe we can still get the Clowney type of player, which I think would help a lot for the defensive side. Um, The the Dolphins are still rebuilding. Whether or not they get the quarterback of their dreams that they need in the draft, I don't think it matters too much. I think the Jets still have a really good chance of winning both of those games. I'd give it a good 75% chance both times.
0: All right. I got something for both of those points you made about the Bills and about Clowney. First, yeah. or not the Bills, the Dolphins. Uh, first, okay. the Dolphins, because they are they went hard in the paint in free agency, uh, and they've got a lot of draft picks. But, yes. again, the current situation in our world today means these guys aren't getting together right now and getting some time to spend together as a unit. I mean, I'm sure they're probably getting playbooks and whatnot, but you can only do so much by reading and watching and those kinds of things. So as well as the Dolphins did in free agency, I do believe they did pretty well in free agency. Oh, they did. They did. And I think they've got a plan for the draft. So I think they're going to have a decent team eventually, but this year and with everything going on, it should be fairly safe to say that they're not going to be as cohesive as they should be in a couple years. It might be a different story. So, yes, the Dolphins games, I think the Jets can definitely take both of them this year. Now, as far as Clowney goes, (laughs) I know you're all about signing Jadavion Clowney. You think that would shore up the defensive line? line and it would be a great edge rusher yes now what if you guys don't get clowny okay that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. it's not like the biggest loss in the world what would you say to signing Everson Griffin
1: uh I mean I'm okay with it I would be I'd be okay with it I don't have any problems there I guess anything is an upgrade at this point so (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) So yeah i just I just throw that
0: out there, everson Griffin, you know seems still, like he's getting older, but he was, and he had some off field issues and whatnot that he seemed to have gotten sorted yeah. out, so maybe after having uh the back half of last year under his belt and getting everything sorted out, maybe he's got a little bit more of a fire under him coming into this year, and it would be a much discounted. Position rather than going all in for Jadavion Clowney,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Let's let's continue on. All right, now I got the Jets at two and two. Okay, okay we're keeping we're keeping track. Yep, um, we got to go to the Patriots. So the biggest question here is how do the Patriots fare without Tom Brady? Because if their quarterback is going to be who it is right now, it's not going to be good. But I've this is seen from what I expected to find. <laughs> I have seen the the genius of Belichick win games without Tom Brady. That's true. And uh, we've seen it. We've seen it with Castle. We've seen it with uh well, I can't think of his name now. Uh the guy that was just on the Colts last year. Jacoby Brissett. That's it, Brissett. We've seen it with him as well. So every time Tom Brady's down the field, they still win. So I don't have it. I don't, I don't want to say they're not going to be good, but I want to say I think the Jets possibly could win both of those games. I'm just going to say one. I'm going to mark down one game against the Patriots in hopes that we've improved our team and in hopes that the Patriots aren't the same at all with Tom Brady. No, of course they're not the same. But
0: even when the Jets had, it seemed like, the best chance in the world to beat the Patriots in the last couple of years they were right there and they just they just it's like the Patriots are in their head and yeah. they just fall apart in the last quarter or whatever and for whatever reason the psyche is just not there to have beaten the Patriots the last couple of years Maybe yep. that's different this year maybe with Tom Brady being gone they're like it's it that's done. The, it's it's over with. We can do this now, and now there's nothing standing in the way of them. Just going in there and be like, we've got this. We can win against the Patriots now. There's no reason for us to be afraid of them. Tom Brady's not going to beat us anymore, and
1: maybe it was just a big brain game. Uh, uh, there's a possibility there. I mean, we've beaten the Patriots before. This is years past, but we've beaten them in the playoffs. I mean, we can... We can beat the Patriots. It's just a matter of, is our team good enough, and do we have the confidence? So I think you're right on the money there. Do we have the basically just the confidence? Can we just go up there and say, you're not the team to beat anymore. We are. Can we do that? We'll find out. I think we can win at least one game. Against them, I can see us losing both games too. I don't, I'm not going to say we won't, but I'm going to give us one against the, the, uh, the Patriots, and that would be three and three in three the division. Three, okay. So we're 500 in the division. Now we got to talk about the rest of the season, the rest of the teams that we got to play. Let's go to the Denver Broncos. I don't see any reason at all. That the Jets can't beat the Broncos. I mean, a flat out, we should be a better team than them. Should be, I mean, should be. It's
0: still what Drew Locke as quarterback. Yeah, and we really mm-hmm. don't know what we're getting from him. They have a myriad of running backs now. Nobody seems to be standing out as the number one. Philip Lindsay was yeah. their guy. They signed Melvin Gordon. What does that mean? Uh, Cortland Sutton. Okay, he seems to be a pretty good. Yeah receiver but again drew lock is throwing to him uh noah fant needs to take a big step as a tight end in year two who knows what that's gonna happen uh yeah von miller's still there he's still gonna wreak some havoc but their defense (laughs) isn't as scary as it used to be so i see no reason why
1: the jets can't beat the broncos so ka-ching that's another win we got our now four and three looking good Looking good. Now we got to go to the, oh, we got to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Do we even need to talk oh, about no. this one? <laughs> what, what's that? Do we even need to talk yeah, about this one? Yeah, it's an obvious win for the Jets. I mean, we can beat the Chiefs sure, with hands exactly tied behind your right. back. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, you can chalk one up for the Jets. If not, unfortunately, I don't think they're
1: quite there yet. No, we're not going to beat the Chiefs. That's okay. Well, there's some teams that are just flat out better than us. We need to make a lot of steps forward to get to that level and we're not there. Um, so right now with the Chiefs, we are now four and four. four still five hundred. All right. Still five hundred. Everybody's saying this is a really difficult schedule. That's right. But I'm saying we're five hundred at this point. Okay. So let's keep going. Now we got the Raiders. Now they have improved, but I still don't think they're as good as people might think they might be. Yeah. So I think This is another one that the Jets can very easily win. Our offensive line last year was terrible. Yes. Terrible. It is already much better. I'm not going to say it's fantastic, but it's so much better now than it was last year. And we're going to address the wide receiver position in the draft, whether or not it's the first pick, the second pick, third pick, who knows. But, Flat out, we're going to be better than what we were last year. There's no question to me we can't beat the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, whether it's Derek Carr or Marcus
0: Mariota, I really don't think it matters. The Raiders, I said, were not going to be that good last year. They ended up being 7-9, and nine, so they were meh, right. not even 500. I don't really see the improvements unless they draft really well. They're really not going to be that much different than they were in 2019, so if that's the case, then an improved Jets
1: team should be able to take care of the Raiders. I yeah, sure hope so. That would mean we'd be five and four. Ooh. So now we had a winning record. This is just is looking good, real good. All right, so now we go on to the Chargers. Mm. So I think this mm-hmm. would be another this would be a, another clear win for the Jets.
0: Well. It should be if they go into
1: the season <laughs> with the team that they
0: have right now and oh, yeah. Terod Taylor as their starting quarterback, trying to throw to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Hunter, uh, yeah, Hunter Henry. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Terod Taylor, really? It, right. They still have Jameis Winston and Cam Newton out there. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. going for a rebuild, you might as well trade Keenan Allen somewhere. He's starting to get a little older. He's still got a lot of value. He can be a great possession receiver for a team, and you can still get some value out of him. So why not blow it up? If you're planning on playing the season with Terod Taylor, you really think you have as good a team as you did with Phillip Rivers? You better not think that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. And the Jets have proven that we can beat Terod pretty easily. I mean, a couple years ago before Baker Mayfield stepped on the field, Uh, The Jets were taking it to to Rod Taylor. Really, we were going to win that game, and then he got kind of dinged up, and Mayfield came out and uh, (laughs) tore us a new one, to say the least, Mm -hmm. and we ended up losing that game. So, yeah, we can beat Taylor easily, and I can't understand why he would be the starting quarterback unless the Chargers just plan to just not have a successful year this year.
0: Yep, doesn't make any sense to me, but then again, I am not the GM
1: of the Chargers, so... All right. Yeah, that's true. So now we beat the Chargers. We're now six and four. We are set. We are heading to the playoffs, right? Let's go to the NFC West. Oh, so let's play the Arizona Cardinals who weren't great last year, but this year they have a lot better of a receiving core just because they added one guy. One, and, just just one guy? That one
0: guy <laughs> is quite possibly the best wide receiver in the National Football League?
1: Just one guy is a little bit of an understatement. I'm just saying he's just one guy, <laughs> and they've improved. They're, uh, it's a ridiculous improvement. I mean, they have the best wide receiver in the league, my opinion, and they have the best wide receiver in the league from what – Six years ago, that's true. As well, so I, I'm, I'm sorry. This team's going to be good. I see. There's, a, there's a way the Jets can win this game. I'm going to chalk it up as a loss, though. I can't foreseeably see the Jets beat the Arizona Cardinals unless something happens to the wide receiver core. Well, that,
0: that's very true. The wide receivers there are insane. I am looking forward to seeing. My hot guy from last year's draft, Hakeem Butler, if he can stay healthy this year, I want to see how much he can improve. And if he is anything close to what I wanted him to be, oh, my God, that's the number four. On the Cardinals. (laughs) That is maybe even number five if Andy Isabella becomes their little speedy slot guy. You still Mm -hmm. got Christian Kirk on the outside. You got Larry Fitzgerald who plays everywhere. You got DeAndre Hopkins who can do anything. And then you've just got Hakeem Butler sitting around here. I mean, again, it will come down to if they can be a cohesive group in the midst of everything that's
1: going on in the world right now. So if they don't have the time... I've seen it happen multiple times where a team thinks they got the best team out there. I dream mean, <laughs> I don't have to say, you know, the Eagles' dream team thing mm-hmm. or that they no, all—you don't, you did.
0: really don't. You should have just not said it.
1: <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, yeah. I mean, people always think, "Well, oh, we got the best team, best team, best team," and then it never works out. So that could happen with the Arizona. Con- I'm not saying they're the best team, but they are dramatically improved because they have a really good wide receiver core. So I'm just gonna chalk that up as a loss. So now we're now we're six and five. We're six and five. We still got a winning season going on here. So let's go to the Rams. I think there's no way I can foreseeably see the Jets losing this game either. I honestly think the Jets are a better team than the Rams. The Rams were 9 and 7 last year. They just weren't good. I'm sorry 9 and 7 was too many wins. They got too many wins. They're not going to be good enough to beat the Jets. I'm chalking this up as a win and it's almost almost easier to say this than when they're playing against the Raiders.
0: Well, I think you know how I feel about the Rams as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they were ever as good as people thought they were heading into that Super Bowl now two years ago. They lost Todd Gurley during that run, and that was the downfall of the Rams. Also, we talked about it on Fantasy Fuel before, just how much Bill Belichick got into McVay's head by doing the defense, how he did it, and not letting McVay see the defense, yep. and letting yep. Jared Goff have to run the show. And when Jared Goff runs the show, he mm. is an average quarterback at best. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, absolutely agree. Um, I'm just I'm giving the Jets the win. Okay. So now we're now we're seven and five. <laughs> Great season so far. This is good. This yeah. is good. All right, so now we go on, Oh, we got to play the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Oh no, no, that's not good. No, no. Uh, I just we're, we're okay. We're 7 and 6, no all problem. right? That's yeah. all right. We'll just move on to the next we'll move on to the next team. We we for sure going to beat the oh, the San Francisco oh, 49ers. Oh boy. Oh man, it is getting tough. It's Okay, so that's 7 to <sighs> 7. I could I could see us winning one of those games, honestly, but well, I, it's, it's not going to happen. Here's the thing about the 49ers. They
0: feel and I'm sorry if Gary is watching. Uh, We have a (laughs) very close friend of the show who is a 49ers fan, and uh, I could see the San Francisco 49ers going the way of some of those other teams that got to the Super Bowl, like the Rams. Mm -hmm. And then the very next year, they were kind of just meh, maybe getting close to the playoffs at the end of the year. Now, if the Jets and Niners faced off going into, like, week 16 or well, it'll be probably week 14 or 15 because it's not a division game. So one of right those yeah. weeks that could be a very interesting week, both of them could be fighting for their playoff lives at that point. So it mm-hmm. could be an entirely different uh, game compared to if it were week one or week two where we don't know what we're getting. But I could, I could really see the Jets beating the 49ers because they take a step backwards.
1: Well, I think the Niners are they they have to take a step back. Then they're not going to win 13 games again. I just don't see that at all. But I can't just sit here and say that the Jets are going to beat the 49ers. I have to chalk that up as a loss. So now we're 7 and 7, we're a 500 team. Oh man, this is not good. We were we were riding high at 7 and 5. Now we're 7 and 7. We got to go play the Indianapolis Colts. Some could say they're improved. Um but I've seen a lot of, uh, what's the word for Phillip Rivers? Choke? I, mm. I've seen that happen so many times that I could see the Jets beating the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm going to chalk that up as a win as well. Ooh, don't go too far. Quite yet. <laughs> the only reason I
0: give pause to this one, because you are right, Phillip Rivers has not quite been the guy to get a team to the promised land. He has had some comebacks, but not really, you know, what you think about from an elite quarterback making comebacks. Now, the reason I give pause, and Network said it in chat here, they have one of the best offensive line in the league, and if the Jets can't bring pressure, there is zero chance that they can win against that elite of an offensive line.
1: Now, the Jets may not be able to bring pressure either way to, to <laughs> any of these teams. But I'll say this. When it comes to Phillip Rivers, I used to have all the trust in the world with this guy. I thought, man, he's getting a bad rap every time he's out there. He just, you know, he can't win with this team. He gets to the playoffs and then they lose. I thought it was not him. But I mean, after a while, it happened so many times. It's got to be you, man. It's got to be you. So I'm sorry, Philip Rivers. The Jets are going to beat the Indianapolis Colts this year, and I think the Colts might be what they were seven and nine last year. Yeah. They could be seven and nine again. I don't foresee that happening. I don't. I can foresee that happening again because it just feels it just feels that way to me. So I'll I'll chalk that up as nothing because we could disagree on this completely. It's a tie. It's a tie. Okay, yes, we'll we'll <laughs> we're seven seven and one. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> all right, so that means to have a winning season to possibly make the playoffs at eight seven and one, we'd have to win our last game, and that would be against the Cleveland Browns. Oh now boy. we we all know that the Browns are the Browns. I mean, last It'll year still we be thought the Browns they were... until they prove they're not the Browns. <laughs> exactly. Last year we thought. Okay, this team's got to be good. It's got to be good. Well, they weren't. They still won six games, but uh, the Jets should win this game as well. And I'm sorry. We, the way we've improved our team and the way they haven't really done. I mean, they've, they've done some things that actually improved their team. I will say that. But as far as their offensive wide receivers, it's still all the same people and everything's pretty much the same as far as what they have. Their offensive line was really bad last year as well as like the Jets is, but, and they've made some improvements there, which is good for them. But our team are, is is improved as well, and we need to do something in a draft. But I think we should beat the Browns. I don't think there's any question there. So I think we should be 8-7-1. and one. And if if everything goes like I say, we're 9-7 <laughs> because we beat the Colts. And, and
0: Nine and seven very well could be the last playoff team, or it could win a division in the AFC East <laughs> because there's so much different stuff going on in that division this year. That I mean, ten and six were the Bills last year, um, right? You. Chalk up the Dolphins to being a game or two better and the Patriots being a couple of games worse at least, if not three or four games worse than they were. And then you give the Jets two
1: or three, but I mean ten and six, nine and seven very well could win that division. I mean, that is that is possible. I'm not gonna say a nine and seven is gonna win the division. I think ten and six could. Um, and it's possible we could go ten and six. I mean, I'm just I'm always Somebody looks at the bright side. I always go to the more positive thing. I never look at things in the of negative course. light until, until it happens, and then I'm just like, oh, man, we suck. But I actually think we could be 9-7. and seven. There's a possibility we could do better than that, depending on how the draft goes and how these guys pan out. Um, and Perryman has a lot to do with that, too, because if he's not the guy that he was the last five weeks of the season, it might not work out the way things uh, – the way I want it. Yeah, But I, I – I see us being nine and seven. And to me, nine and seven is a playoff team because there's seven teams now that make the playoffs. It's not just six. So easily can see a nine and seven team being that seventh seed in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the,
0: since there's an extra playoff team, mm-hmm. it, there's going to be a lot more of a chance to be a 500 ish team mm-hmm. squeaking into the playoffs. Or that team with the tie, 8-7-1, and one, could be that last playoff spot just eking by because they went on a three-game win at the end of the season. If, you, <laughs> if the Jets end up playing the Patriots and Dolphins in Week 16 and 17, whoever in Week 15, they rattle off three consecutive wins, that could be just enough to sneak in there. Or it could be just enough, if it's divisional games, to take the division itself.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna end the show with us just me saying nine and seven. The New York Jets will go nine and seven. Okay. okay, lock that in the book. It's gonna happen, and we will make the playoffs. I don't know what seed, and but we will make the playoffs. That's a lock. It's a lock. It's a lock. Okay, it's not a lock, but I, I'm I'm really hopeful. I will be clipping <laughs> that audio just so we have it for future reference. Yes, uh, save the audio so that when, when I'm right, okay. when I'm right, you can show yes, everybody that exactly I predicted. That's
0: exactly when I'll do. use that.
1: <laughs> um, but no, uh ending the show, I just, I also want to say, you know, me and John, we also do a fantasy football show together called Fantasy Fuel. So if you want to check that out, please do. Uh, another thing I want to say is, you know, we are part of the back row network where there are every, t- every football team. Well, we don't have every team on the network yet. Not yet. yet. But, We're getting there but there's there's a good chance your favorite team is part of the network so go check out um, anybody else that you want to listen to obviously your favorite team's the Jets because you're listening to the Jets That's so right. yeah go check out any of the other teams for the back row network also check out the back row fantasy show they are really good as well um, I these guys they know what they're talking about just like we do so I want to promote them as much as we do ourselves uh, you got anything else for me John?
0: Uh, not too much um again if you want to check out some audio dramas i voice a couple of people in the veiled west and the veiled monarch and mm-hmm. eventually we be pirates uh <laughs> then postponed it was supposed to be out today so i'm sad that that got pushed back but it, it'll be there eventually and the veiled monarch is also in book form uh you can find that link in our show notes or if you're watching. Uh, twitch it is down below it's a new book that just came out about a week ago definitely give it a read if you like it and it's on kindle unlimited so if you have that you don't even have to pay for it you just go read it and give it a rating of whatever you feel it's worth i
1: I like how you're into that all right guys thank you for listening and have a wonderful week i'll see you next week